Hello, my loves. I am so excited to welcome today's guest to the podcast. Arielle Pierre is a master energy healer and psychic. She helps people clear blocks, shift their energy, and open up to more abundance in their lives. Welcome, Arielle. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for this because I love all of our chats. And so just recording it and putting it in a podcast is like the next, like, of course we have to do that. Yay. I'm, I'm so happy you're here. Why don't you share um, a little bit more about what you do and how you help people? Yeah. So a lot of it is to do with the emotional root causes and the, the root traumas. Um, but it's really interesting because a lot of times we don't realize that's the thing that's holding us back or that we have these like blocks in our energy. Um, but in doing a lot of manifestation work, like I have worked with many different people um, that we're high level in manifestation coaching. And through that, I've been in so many different processes. And so when I have went and even hiring other coaches, every time I would hire someone, it was like, I would fine tune and realize the things that that was missing for me, Mm -hmm. and then fine tune that to fit what I would need to move mm-hmm. forward or so what really, I felt like wasn't fully there. So really being able to create your own modality to help people go even deeper. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been really fun because even there was one person that I worked with that was really great with teaching manifestation. Um, but for me, it's always more on an emotional level Mm. and it's like there's such a difference between manifesting in an ego place and manifesting from the heart and when you can bring that more ego driven place into the heart like say sometimes we want things just because we think that it's the cool thing or it's like Mm -hmm. the oh if I have this then I will feel a certain way or I'll be a success then and it'll look like I have it all together. Mm -hmm. And I really come to realize that when we go to the core root things and when we allow it to be from the heart, then it drives us longer. It's more of a slow burning fire that keeps going. Yeah, I absolutely love how you said that. And I couldn't agree more. I think when I first started having certain desires um, and a lot of them being materialistic from a manifestation point, it was completely Mm -hmm. ego driven. And I think a lot of it was unconscious, right? I wasn't super, super connected to my soul 
And as time went on and I was asking myself, well, why do I really want this? You know, whether it be a specific home or a vacation or an amount of money. And it was this idea behind it of, oh, well, this is what you're supposed to have. This is what you're Mm -hmm. supposed to want. And so sometimes when our manifestation doesn't come through, it's because there is that disconnect. We don't emotionally feel the drive. um, And it's coming from a, from our head of like, oh, you should want this. So I love that you really help people get connected. Talk to me a little bit about exactly what an energy block is. Cause I know we hear mm-hmm. this term all the time. We talk about it, but I love for you to kind of share on that and maybe specifically like how an energy block might feel in somebody's mm-hmm. body. So what I've come to realize Um, especially any time in the past where I would find myself getting stuck. And I know we all know those times where we feel stuck and we're like, what am I doing? Like, and then you go back and you maybe look at what you did before and say like, maybe I'll try that again. And, And you're really logical about it. And I got into that. Um, I was in that space and learned a lot of like really when I was throwing spaghetti at the wall it was probably about a little over let's see it was a little over a year ago when I I manifested all these things and then I kind of hit like this um, ceiling so to speak with money and with what I thought I could have and I had so Mm -hmm. much coming to me so fast that I kind of was in my mind, I didn't realize that I had already switched my mind to a state of this isn't going to last, like this is as good mm-hmm. as it gets. Instead of thinking about what was next, I kind of shut down and I didn't realize that I shut down. But in that time, I learned so much. So with energy blocks, when we've tried the logical steps and we're thinking about it, thinking about it, we're in our mind and we're trying really, really hard. And it's just like, we're pushing up against a wall. Usually that's the time when you have some sort of like energy that needs to move in order for things to move on the outside. So whenever, whenever I can shift and learn to shift the inside part, I don't have to try anymore it's a natural Mm -hmm. thing. I take the natural right next steps and I don't, it's not logical. It's not like I'm, I don't even really have much of a to-do list. I mean, I schedule my appointments and everything with clients, Mm -hmm. but I'm really, I'm. Oh, I lost you. Aria. And, um, you know, even in my life and with my, the, a lot of my family, like, as I've shifted things, I've watched them raise their standards. But mm-hmm. even so, I come from a background. And the women in my family, like, they have been really, a lot of really strong women who are more in the masculine And so when I started to do things in the more feminine, like the, the more rewarded 
thing was to be in the masculine. And I feel like that's for a lot of people, for a lot of women, it's like rewarded to be more in the masculine. But I think that we have this like natural flow that we work best in. And for everybody, it's maybe a little bit different, but being a woman and embracing fully the woman side of you Mm-hmm. is something that makes you really magnetic like naturally being a woman you have more of a magnetism and so it's stepping more into your feminine and more into the feeling and I'll, and it's not even really stepping more into the feeling but it's allowing yourself to feel what you feel so that you can flow in in your life better so that you can work better so that you can be um so that you can know how intuitive you are and really step into that power as a woman. I love that. And I think there's so many good things that you said about that, but specifically really being in your power versus forcing something. And we sometimes as a society feel that, you know, you have to prove yourself. Things have to be a struggle. If it comes natural and easy, then that's bad. And what I've really um, been practicing over the past few years is letting it be easy, letting it be that flow. You know, you talk about that magnetism and really the more that I take a step back and I trust myself, the more my business works, the more fun I have, the more joy that I have. But it definitely is unlearning because there's so many programs that say, you know, in order to have success or in order to show up in a certain way, it is very much in this doing energy. And if you don't feel in alignment, like you're doing something just for the sake of doing something, because somebody said, this is how you're going to get the result, then that's Mm -hmm. when you feel energetically that block. And What's actually really interesting, I woke up this morning with literally a stabbing pain in my heart. It feels like a thorn in the middle of my heart. And this is the third time I've had this in uh, the past six weeks. I've been doing a lot of intense energy work. And so for me, you know, of course I can look at, okay, what's the story? But really what is required is me to just sit with the pain and acknowledge it and send light to it and then let it go. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear how, what is maybe a specific modality of how do you actually move energy for people? Yeah, so uh, about, let's see, it was probably about five years ago, I started using emotion code body code And since then, I've really evolved my practice to be my own and to put everything that I know into what I do with clients. So now, not only have I had that training, but it's more just evolved into my own uh, way to integrate it with working with a lot of entrepreneurs, with business, with opening up to more money and seeing what's going on. In, in the energy and seeing where is the resistance and 
if the resistance is with something that you really want, then seeing how we can allow for more flow to the areas you want. And then also seeing where you already have a natural open money channel where it's just super easy already, where you can start making money now and then allow yourself to become more open to making money in even more ways. What are some of the most common blocks that you see with people? Um, you know, I see a lot of blocks around just not feeling worthy. And I think that Mm -hmm. that in itself is a lot of the um, more deeper root for procrastination or not feeling inspired. Because it's really these like lower vibrating, like guilt, um, anger, uh, feeling like a lot of things that hold us back. We don't realize the real root things that are holding us back, emotions that are holding us back. And a lot of people, they work on mindset and just say the affirmations over and over. But I find that beyond anything else, when you do energy work first and then Mm -hmm. mindset, then it's so much easier to wrap your mind around believing fully the mindsets that you're trying to have. And sometimes you don't even really have to try. Sometimes I feel like that is the mindset work. I love that you said that so much. You know, I have a business coach and it's, it's so funny. We actually, we had our call right before you and I spoke and we don't talk about business strategy or anything like that. We, all we do is talk about how I'm feeling specifically to move energy Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, you know, like after me having two sessions with her, I had like my biggest day in my business. And I never could have imagined that like previously the training was like, oh, I don't have an MBA. You need to have an MBA to have like success or you need to do all of these things in business. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like your website has to look like this, yada, yada. And um that's not the case at all. It literally is this stagnant emotion. And what I describe is when we move energy, it feels like this spiral, like deflating from my heart. And mm-hmm. sometimes I feel like a sense of deep relief, like, oh, I can breathe again. And other times I feel as though I need to go lie in bed four Mm -hmm. days because so much had been compounded in me over time. And it was finally like, I get to let this go. It doesn't have to be this way. This was just a story. And, and it's literally shifting millions of cells that have compounded over time. And, And so it's so cool. If you would have told me, you know, like, a year ago, like that's what I would be doing with a business coach. Cause that's not what I was doing with my business coach at the time. They were like, go on LinkedIn and reach out to 200 people a week. And you know, this <laughs> doing masculine thing. Yeah. And now, you know, even from my mastermind that I'm in to, to my coach, to all the programs that I run and how I coach, it's all about what are your feelings? Because if you don't feel good enough doing isn't going to help that you have to Mm -hmm. be with the feeling of like, okay, I don't think I can do this. I'm not worthy. And then Mm -hmm. acknowledging it 
And then just like you said, the next step will come. And it might seem like this doesn't really make any sense, but you do it and then you get the major result, which I love. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of the fun, magic part of manifestation. And it also has so much to do with trusting yourself. Yeah. You know, I love, I love the manifestation that is like, how did that even happen? And it's like happened so fast and easy that it's almost like, what did I, what did I do? I have to backtrack. What, what did I do recently? And then you think about the things that you did and the energy work that you did. And then you're like, oh yeah. But I have found the same to be true with strategy. Um, And Mm. for me, it's, it's like, sometimes the more that you you feel like you're trying, like you're, you're just trying so hard, the less you're allowing it to just happen. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a really fair point. And I, I think both are important, right? Because you, if you're just like flowing all the time, there, there are some practical things that are required with business, you know, like filing your taxes, paying your team if you have one, you know, being Mm -hmm. organized, showing up to your appointments with your clients. So I definitely think that ebb and and flow is really important, but it it can happen in such a less rigid way where you can decide how your business works for you. You can decide that every single thing you do works from getting a good night's sleep to eating really clean food, to working out, to posting on social, just making that conscious decision of this is working, this is working. It's all adding up. It's all building up and overflowing and creating more and more success versus Mm -hmm that, oh my God, I'm not good enough. It's not working, you know? So, so just really like having the energy and the mindset in alignment uh, for me has been the most powerful transformation. Mm-hmm. Whenever I say, um, whenever I say try, it's really more like when you, when you're in alignment, it seems like you're just taking a ton of action that just feels good to you and it doesn't feel like a trying like I'm trying really hard to make it work or anything it's like it's like you're doing all the things and it's more of a just natural like brushing your teeth doing this and like it's just a natural next step next step next step it's like a feeling of when you're in that alignment that inevitably you'll be taking the next right steps. That's what I meant. Yeah. I love that. And I find what I find sometimes with those steps too, like sometimes they feel a little scary. They feel as scary from logical brain of, Oh my God, that's crazy. But if it works, it would be so amazing. Um, I recently had that on the weekend where I just decided to go and and make a next level investment And I'm like, this doesn't really make sense, but it scares me and it's going to be expansive. So I'm doing it. And then I did it and it's immediately my soul was just like screaming. Yes. So very Mm -hmm. cool feeling. 
Tell me a little bit about these shamanic journeys that you take people on and maybe yeah. start off saying like, okay, like what is a shamanic journey and, and what does mm-hmm. that consist of? So a shamanic journey is pretty much just a healing journey that you take. And you can do this completely sober. And I take clients through this process where we go into the shamanic journey and I walk them through it. It's almost like a guided meditation. But the things that come up in the journey are specific to you. So it's I'm using psychic ability and um, walking you through this healing journey. And so I, it's not planned at all. Most, mm-hmm. Mostly, I have no idea what I'm going to say um, going into it. But every time clients come out of it, usually they come out of it feeling, um, usually they cry because it's really Mm. healing. And it's like a lot of them have have said that it's a good cry and it's like a cry of being really seen and heard because a lot of the things that come up are parts of you that you forgot. We're integrating parts of you that you forgot. We're healing things that you forgot about, but even if you forget consciously, it's still in the subconscious. So trauma Mm -hmm. and decision-making is from the subconscious. So when we go into the subconscious part and we're going into old trauma and we're going into um, old pieces that you've kind of broken off from of somebody saying, you're too much of this, you're too much of that, and you've lost parts of yourself. Mm -hmm. And we go into that. And so when you come out of it, the first time I did it, I came out of it really seeing with new eyes myself, because I didn't, I actually, when I first, first started in the online space, I was really, I didn't realize that I was shy and I didn't realize that I had a confidence issue. I was Mm. probably the least confident person. And if you told me that I had a problem with confidence, I would really brush it off and be just like really in my ego and just like, yeah, right. You do or whatever it is. But I didn't realize all those things about myself and I didn't realize that in um, one thing that I um, really have overcame is like that good girl, nice girl, like you have to be really nice. You have to be really good. You have Mm -hmm. to be agreeable. And I really broke through a lot of those things in my own healing journey and realized that but in doing so, you're activating that magnetism like we've been talking about, and you're putting back the pieces that make you your most magnetic self. So in healing these things, a lot of times it's as simple as like when you make the decision for the thing that you feel is the next right step, like when you commit to something and you say, I'm going to do, when a client says, I'm going to do a shamanic journey with you, or I'm going to commit to doing a program for 
um, say I was doing this program um, receptive mode, and I'm still offering that, but when, when someone commits to it, that's like one of the first steps where it's showing the universe that you're ready. And then all the work that you do, it's like putting back all the pieces to your puzzle and it's allowing you to see your life as a whole and see the things that you have been really amazing at that you forgot and the things that you wanted but you forgot you you forgot because you were told it wasn't possible or whatever it was and when we heal all these things it's it's just like you become in a really more receptive magnetic in a state of more ease and it feels really good as well because I know there's some people who teach um, manifestation from like, you know, just, just believe, just believe. And I feel like that it's so much easier to fully believe and fully get behind something when you're in that more magnetic whole state and really feeling like the well-being that comes with being your full self. If that makes yeah, sense. I, yeah, I love that. It's kind of the idea of there's nothing to fix and there's nothing to prove. You mm. are, you're manifesting from a place of deep self-trust, deep self-love versus I got to get the thing, kind of how mm-hmm. you know we were speaking about at the beginning, manifesting from ego. And I think that's really beautiful and just using yourself, you know, your psychic abilities, your channel abilities, where when a client comes to you, it's not, okay, we're doing X, Y, and Z. You are a vessel of whatever needs to come through for that person based on their energy at that time. Then you're able to create that really beautiful experience. And I know some, it's, it's super interesting because I have some male clients and when they, when they ask for, you know, okay, well, what exactly are we going to do? And they want, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And it's cool when, when I speak with them saying, you know, well, I'm going to read your energy. I'm going to listen to your language. And depending on what's coming up, we're going to shift that. And I think a lot of, it's not just men, you know, there are women who think like that as well, who are so used to being told that it has to be this way, that things, this is what it's going to look like, um, that it can be tricky for people to trust. Just Mm -hmm. take my hand, trust. I'm going to, I'm going to hold space for you. I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but it's going to be amazing. You're going to get just what you need. And I think that is just so powerful. Mm-hmm. I, love, I love that you create that experience for people. So another thing I wanted to ask you about, so talk to me about being a psychic and how that shows up for you. Mm-hmm. Um. I feel like we're all psychic to a lot Mm -hmm. of extent and the clients I work with, they end up realizing how psychic they are. Um, I've had 
people who have um, worked with me and they realize that they can pick up on things when they're guided through the process of it. And we're all psychic. And for me, when I, I didn't ever really think of myself as being psychic. I had gotten a Reiki attunement. I had done uh, healing modalities. And for a while, I really didn't feel like I, I didn't have like certain moments as a child or anything really like a lot of people talk about. Mm-hmm. But I realized that we each have different areas of psychic ability. And mine, I can really read from the body. I can feel energy blocks. I can, and then I can read into them from there. So say, say I'm working with someone and I tap into their energy and then I'm seeing and feeling first, sometimes I feel it first. So I'll feel tightness in my chest and I'll say, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm feeling this tightness here in the chest area. And it feels like you have resistance to receiving. And then, and sometimes I'll just channel for them. Sometimes I'll um, tell them certain situations and say, um, you've had a disconnected relationship from your mom and like this is showing up in this area and we're going to go into this and do some healing around it. And I find that when you feel heard and seen is when you heal the best and the most. Mm -hmm. So when someone can fully see you and understand you and be with you and not try to fix you because nobody really needs to be fixed, like you were saying. And Mm -hmm. when you can just be with someone and see them for what they've went through a lot of times that's, that is the foundation of all the healing you could ever do with someone is just allowing trauma to be heard and seen. And so that the other person can process it. I love that. It's, it's so, so powerful and, and really true. You know, I give the example to people all the time because for me, kind of similar to you, I feel somebody's pain. I'll feel it in their body. And then I get a knowing it's, it's Mm -hmm. like, I get a download in my mind. If I'm doing a physical Reiki session, I'll see from my shamanic training, I'll see, um, like animals and and different symbolisms for them. And sometimes it really freaks people out because they're like, how do you know these things? And it's like, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. I always say to people, just like you said, we're all psychic. For example, if you think of somebody and then they call you or text you or reach out, that's literally your thoughts creating a frequency and sending it out to that person. And they message you, or you're thinking of someone and you run into them on the street. So that's like, it's a form of being psychic. And so just a reminder to all of the listeners that you are all psychic and you have the power within you. And if you want to learn more, I'm sure Ariel can help with that. Talk to me a little bit about what your absolute favorite manifestation is. You know, one of my favorite 
manifestations and this is so like seems so random because um it's not it's not money or anything like that but um probably two of my favorite manifestations one is I manifested this connection with this family who I love so much that are like family to me even now and at the time I wanted to get a side job because I was just starting my business and I wanted to get a job as a live-in nanny. And so I thought, you know, I'll get a job as a live-in nanny and then from there I'll grow my business and it'll just be really easy for me as I'm doing that. But the family, I actually realized when I manifested them into my life that um, I it was like such a drive to work in my business and like make everything really great because I just felt so great around them. And I felt like the most loved I had ever felt. And that is probably one of my top manifestations. Um, but I also, um, I also manifested um, living right on the beach and <laughs> That was really amazing, too, because it was like I was saying to myself, I have to live right on the ocean, and I really like a yard, but I'm thinking, how do you get an apartment with a yard where I want to live? Like, that seems impossible, Mm -hmm. because I have a dog, so I wanted a yard, too, and so that was one of my favorite manifestations. I live really close to the beach like almost right on the beach now but that was one of my favorite manifestations too because um it was just I felt really great about it and I just was really like I was really excited about it and I made so many connections and was able to actually like reconnect with or like connect on a deeper level again with the people that I had um nannied for and their kids and it was just like an amazing time so that was those are two of my favorite manifestations yeah. alongside the place that I live now those are probably some of my favorites so amazing um what are you reading right now um let's see I'm listening to mm. um I'm listening to let me look because I've been I'm I'm listening I'm actually re-listening to ask and it is given oh I I listen sometimes I sleep with that on I love Mm -hmm. Abraham Hicks yeah right now I'm obsessed with Neville Goddard and I just started uh the Sophia code which is full of light activations it's really some of it's really intense it goes a bit over me but that's okay keep listening integrating I know you got to go soon, but I want to add one thing mm-hmm. is with, um, with coming into your psychic abilities, it doesn't have to be like some crazy thing. Sometimes coming into our psychic abilities is actually us recognizing that we're already psychic because that's what it was for me. Mm-hmm. is like I had all these uncomfortable feelings <laughs> that I didn't know what they were 
And so when I actually was able to acknowledge them, feel them, process them, like learn my kind of way of dealing with energy personally for optimum well-being and to be able to show up better, um, it just, it was such a game changer. I don't think that I would be where I am today if I wouldn't have realized how psychic I already was. I love that. That's such a good reminder. Thank you for that. Do you have any other last words of wisdom? Um, I feel like just, um, that's pretty much all. I feel like that, um, just like everything we've talked about, about stepping into your magnetism and into your, your more feminine side, like being, um, allowing yourself to know that you're psychic is just like part of that. I love that. And how can people find you? You can, I mostly hang out on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can join my group, Wealthy Spiritual Goddess. You can hang out on my Facebook page, which is just my name, Ariel Pierre. I'll link it um, in the show notes. <laughs> okay, great. Yay. Yay. Well, thank you so much. This has been really insightful. I always love talking to you and love you so much. I know. I love you so much too. Mm-hmm.